You're listening to Cast, Season 5, Episode 19, Hammer of the Gods. Sam and Dean are trapped in a four-star hotel where gods of opposing religions have joined forces to take on Lucifer and stop the apocalypse. I'm one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Well, hello. And non-speaking role, Missy the dog. Well. And uh, we're also joined down uh, New Orleans way by our other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And we've got one of our two experts. We've got John Pavlich. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, unfortunately, Annie, uh, once again, under the weather, uh, but we're hoping to have her back next week. So, we also have another voice in the, uh, in the, uh, in the air. It would be our, uh, good friend and guest, Matt. Matt A. Howdy, Matt. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we are Hello. a high energy group tonight. We are a high group uh, I was just tonight. mocking John, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was, I was eating, so. I know you are a raisin friend. <laughs> yes, mm, raisin bran, good stuff. Mm. Ah, but we are here to discuss this episode. Um, since it was a Nubentary week, I wasn't able to pr- pr- produce a uh, cemetery. Su- su- cemetery su- summary. <laughs> a cemetery. <laughs> wow. You all right there, Paul? Are you having a stroke? Uh, no, no, I'm fine. Okay, good. All right. Uh, so we've got the uh, handy uh, supernaturalwiki.com version. I've looked it over a little bit. It looks like it should be uh, just right. Not too long, not too short. We should be able to build on it. It'll be a good thing, I think. And um, first thing, uh, they uh, they left off the cold open. Oh, what? Which is that what? there's this uh, sort of abandoned, uh, abandoned looking motel and uh, some uh, security person or something goes in to check it out. I'm not sure why. Apparently someone's been lurking around. And uh, next thing you know, raspberry jam everywhere. Raspberries. And he does run into raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he does run into uh, uh, a bellhop-looking guy who's all dressed up and ready for the part. Yeah, uh, and then uh, then raspberries. Yes. So, did they? And this is totally jumping ahead, and I'm sorry, but not really sorry. But like, did they ever say where they got all those other people that were like locked up in the hotel? Just you know. Fellow travelers, unlucky yeah. travelers. Mm-hmm. They did say that it was a biblical biblical storm, and that uh, everybody who had any oh. sense was, anybody who was had, had any sense was getting off the roads. So, okay, so, biblical storm. Yeah, <laughs> that came out bizarrely Woody the Woodpeckerish. I don't know what. <laughs> did you mention that we were in Muncie? No, it, uh, that that comes up that does come up later, but it doesn't uh, mention it here. Muncie, Muncie. oh, Muncie, was in the, Muncie, Indiana. It was on the title card yes. that, at the beginning. Uh, I do believe there's a branch of Wolfram and Hart in Muncie. Oh, 
Well, that explains Aww. everything. It really does. Hmm. Muncie. A storm forces the boys off the highway, and they check into the Elysian Fields Hotel, an unusually plush four-star establishment. Unusually plush. Unusually plush. Yeah, I mean, it's really, yeah. like, kitschy and cute, but four stars and unusually plush seems like pushing it a little. Unusually mm-hmm. plush for the Winchesters. On the, I guess on the Winchester scale, it's four stars. Yeah, there you go. On a yeah. normal person scale, it might be a two and a half star place. No, no. I mean, I would totally stay there, but yeah, it's not anything to write home about. Not sure whether they're going to accept your Diners Club card there or not. Diners Club card, indeed. As they're opening their room, they see an amorous couple enter the room next to them. Shortly after, thereafter, there is a commotion from the room. I, I believe that's a major commotion from the room. Really, it sounded like uh, it looked like they broke bricks on the wall. Amorous. Amorous. That's really, really amorous. That's a pile driver of amorousness. No, that will do. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is there something stop, wrong with that? Stop. Just stop. Okay. The bricks in the wall, like, legit looked like styrofoam blocks that had been painted to look kind of like bricks and then just sort of set on top of each other. Probably what they were, yeah. Yeah. Because there's, like, no mortar or anything between them. I was like, hmm, come on. When the boys enter, the couple has gone. Leaving a ring behind, a diamond ring. Watch just the ring. I mean, like, there's the shoes and socks. Yeah, well, maybe she pulled it off before they, uh, you know, stuffed her in the freezer or whatever. Made soup, made her into soup. Hold on. Huh? No. I don't know. It didn't happen. It didn't happen? No? Hmm. There's all kinds of tasteless things I could say about it, but I won't. Good. Or to add the pile driver. Just that. That's that's <laughs> enough. Okay. Behave yourself. <laughs> take your beer away from you. It's a threat. Okay. I'm better. <laughs> the manager at the front desk is evasive. I don't know if that's a manager. I think it's a bellhop, but okay. And Sam decides. No, the, it's a manager. No. Okay. Or a front desk clerk. Bell, bellhop just takes your bags to your room. He's just. But he's wearing the wrong coat for that part. He's kind of dressed bellhoppy. Yeah, he is. He was dressed bellhoppy, but I don't think the function of the bellhop is to check the person into the room. No. No. They've, it's they've, to carry the stuff. The, the, the trivia at the bottom of the uh, Supernatural Wiki said that his name tag uh, was actually Chet, which is... Yeah, a, I noticed. Which is a reference, reference to four to, rooms. Yeah. Uh, it, it said it was a reference to Barton Fink. Or not Barton Fink, Super I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you're four right. Four rooms is really awesome, too. Yeah, great bell out there, too. But. I love yeah, that. four, that was Ted. <clears throat> Your feet stink. <laughs> yes, that's one of the lines in that movie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Sam decides to keep a t- keep tabs on the desk clerk. Well, Dean uses his EMF to see if there is any supernatural activity. Or is he EMF? There's a, mm, I, I want to just take issue with one of, I think it's Sam's line, where he says, what's a four-star hotel doing on a no-star highway? Something like that. And I just yeah. want to point out that I stayed at a wonderful hotel in Winslow, Arizona, called the La Posada, 
which is, I think, a four-star hotel. It's it's one of the loveliest, most eclectic, quirky hotels I've ever stayed in. And it is in a dumpy town where there is nothing else. It existed because it was a railway hotel. Yep, sure, I was yeah. just going to say that. I thought they got yeah, Galton Gateway. Gateway. Yeah. I was about to Same say Galton thing. Gateway is... Uh, I mean, not even you couldn't you couldn't even call that the edge of Bozeman. It's well beyond Bozeman. Yeah, I would I would imagine that that there's probably a lot of uh, you know four star hotels that are in places like that, like on purpose because they probably do really good business. Right. That's why you go to Winslow. You go to see this hotel and the art gallery that's inside of it, and and the, the the restaurant that is one of the best restaurants in the state, and. It just has that reputation, but mm-hmm. there's nothing else to do in the town. There's no industry. Right, there might be like one other restaurant. It is real. I mean, it's not that again, far like, away from Flagstaff, but it is. It's like when when Sam said that, I thought, well, I can think of exceptions to that. I don't wouldn't yeah. wouldn't base my entire theory on on that. Uh, well, yeah. because like you know, minimal to no competition for attention or money. You know, it's like. What else are you gonna do? Like, yeah, let's right. go check out the hotel. You know, where mm-hmm. else are you gonna stay? It was beautiful too. The Gallatin. I worked oh. there for a summer. It was you worked there, yeah, that's right. Gorgeous. Although it was not modern at all. Yeah. So like, had no laundry chutes or elevators. So that was you were packing sheets and comforters up and down. All right. As Dean passes one room, he sees an elephant picking up a towel, but when he returns, it's simply a man in a towel. <laughs> I think it was God. at this point that we were like, oh, they're gods. We got it. <laughs> oh. Cool. Title's a tip-off, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the title was a tip-off, and then, like, yeah. Oh, and I was wrong last week when I said that, uh, Matt, you don't know this, but uh, last week I oh. said that... Uh, there was a science fiction novel. The science fiction novel is actually Hammer of God. Ah. Singular by Arthur C. Clarke. <clears throat> which is about an asteroid strike. Yeah. Investigating the hotel kitchen, they find soup full of eyeballs. And then a number of people locked in the cool room. The cool room? The cool room? Call the meat locker. <laughs> the, cool room. the cool room. The cool room? That's a euphemism. Well, that's weird. Hey, that is weird. Why don't you come in the cool room? Everybody's cool. Here. What are you talking? What are you talking about? The where? The cool room. You know. I have no idea what you're talking about. You can hang out and chill. Oh, the freezer. Oh. oh. Walk-in freezer. As they try to free the guests, Zhao Shen and Baron Samdi capture them. In a conference room, gods from many religions are gathered. And actually, there's another note. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say there's a note uh, on Supernatural Wiki, of course, that also says there are ten gods present at the Elysian Fields Hotel. Among those who are identified or have speaking roles in the episode, Mercury, Ganesh, Odin, Kali, Baron Samdi, Baldur, and Zhaoshan, along with the god goddess Isis and two unnamed gods in non-speaking roles. Okay, so that was going to be my question. Like, who's that blonde goddess? Yeah, lady? I was curious about that myself because I never. Is she got another it. Norse one? Foxy. Yeah, could be. Like I said, they, they don't uh, they don't say if they were in non-speaking roles. You're not going to find it in the credits, and uh, if they're not wearing a name tag that you can see on screen, you don't know. Don't know. I want to. 
<laughs> I'm going to grind the podcast to a halt again and and find issue with something Sam said. Okay. Please. When they were talking about the the storm, he he said we were led here like rats in a maze. Uh, I think you're mixing your your metaphors, pal, because you're trapped like rats in a maze. You're not really led like rats in a maze. Yeah, like rats led really would be led like, to a maze. like rats rats with, with you know like a pied piper thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Or so you have like a really bad weird. rat infestation in your home, but you also have a maze. So you trail <laughs> some cheese from the rat holes to the maze. Like the Reese's pieces. Like the Reese's pieces. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. I mean, it's a it's a forced metaphor, but you could do it. And take him to the maze and then uh, go all Jack Torrance on him. Sure. Oh, I scrolled up. Now I don't know where I am. Where am Uh-oh. I? Oh, the conference room. In the conference room, gods from many religions are gathered. Boulder set some ground rules for their behavior, and he and Kali outline how they have gathered everyone together... Uh, together to address the fact that the Judeo-Christian apocalypse has started as started by Lucifer threatens the earth but they've captured, captured Sam and Dean who they know are vessels to use as bargaining chips oh yeah and there was a the whole thing about the uh, blood spell and how they uh, collected it from both of them using mercury uh, which uh, one of the gods just wanted to kill them I can't remember now cause that would have been a good plan yeah like, maybe the best plan would have just been to, like, okay, well, let's kill them and then, then see how it shakes out. Your, your party anymore. I think it was with the one one of the ones that was speaking Cantonese or something. Oh, yes. yeah. Shao, it was probably Zhao Bao, Shen. maybe. Yes. Zhao Shen. Perhaps. Um, What's he god of? Turtle. God of turtles? The, well, yeah, the... Looking it up. See the, yep, yep, see the yep. turtle of enormous girth on his shell he holds the earth. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And Googling and spelling it wrong, probably. <laughs> um, I don't know. Sorry. Is it I tried. Well, it's on the on on this outline. It's spelled Z A O S H E N. Yeah. That's what it says oh, on IMDb first, also. Oh, the kitchen god. Hmm. Huh. Of what the the kitchen, kitchen god. god. Oh, like hmm. the kitchen god's wife by Amy Tan. Oh, I read that. It was okay. Like a lot of 13-year-old is- boys that went through an Amy Tan phase. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should get some of those books for Fox. I don't know who that is. Well, I love the Joy Luck It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is believed on the 23rd day of the 12th lunar month, just before Chinese New Year, Zhao Shen returns to heaven to report the activities of every household over the past year to the Jade Emperor, Yu Huang. The Jade Emperor, Emperor of the Heavens, either rewards or punishes a family based on Zhao Shen's yearly report. So I guess he's like Santa, kind of. All right. Hmm. Like the elf on the shelf. Did she go robot for anyone else? The original one. No, no, just for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm having. I must be having connection problems. Then could be the way. Oh, Zhao Shen's story is interwoven with a feminist spin um, in the protagonist story in Amy Tan's novel, *The Kitchen God's Wife*. So, yeah, wow. you're right. Yeah. I barely remember that book, but I remember really liking it. I think I was pretty. I think I was probably like 14 or 15 when I wrote it. When I read it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that's weird then that he wanted to just kill them. But yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been a really good plan. I wish they would have. <laughs> then you wouldn't have to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I was all about Callie taking over for the rest of the entire thing. Like, just her up against Lucifer. Uh, yeah, because she's she um, great. she's Rekha Sharma from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. I knew I knew her from somewhere, but I couldn't figure out where I had seen her. But that's it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'd say out of all those gods, she was the only badass of the bunch. She was, because when Lucifer comes through, he's just, like, smoking everybody else. Like, Baron Sandy's just, like, falling on the ground. And then she gets all flamey. Yeah, it's all raspberry jam, raspberry jam, raspberry jam, and then she's on fire, like in a good way. She's the only. She's the only one who got who got to do anything, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was my only, and this is you know opinion spoiler for what's coming up. It was my only real complaint with the episode. Like I really liked it, but then the fact that none of the gods could actually take out Lucifer didn't really make any sense to me. Felt like waste of potential. Yeah. So are all these, for sure. So are all these gods dead now, or is it, are they like you know immortal enough that they come back? I don't know. I can't answer that. I can't. I bet they're dead now, which is like unfortunate. That doesn't. Yeah, but that doesn't track. I think they're fine. They're fine. They're, they'll come back. And yeah, they're gods. Odin didn't get eaten by a giant wolf, but he'll be back. So anytime I ever see like Odin in any sort of portrayal, and this is like really apropos of nothing except that it's what I think of when I was like growing up my dad had like two gigantic like white dogs and he said that when he was walking them he would feel like Odin with like wolves riding across the sky but like I was too young to really know what it meant but like that's what's like seared into my brain like every time I ever hear of Odin I imagine like my dad walking some dogs which I know is not (laughs) what he's about but anyway Gabriel turns up at the meeting the gods know him as Loki the trickster and don't realize that he is an archangel. Well, at least so far as we know right now. Dean starts to say Gabriel and gets cut off. Right, and we're still not really clear, right, if Gabriel was always Loki, if Loki never existed and he was just always Gabriel. Like, yeah. do we know? No, right? Well, he does say he's in witness protection. Yeah. But, like, what, for, like, all of eternity? Like, he's always been Loki? Like he was I Loki mean, to Loki- begin with, or...? Was there ever a Loki who got killed off at some point? Yeah, we don't. I guess we just yeah, don't know. I'm not clear if he's posing as Loki or Loki is posing as Gabriel or what. But apparently, he is really, really, really actually dead by the end of all of this. I think that's a fair statement. That seems to be true. That seems to be what they're saying about any time you get the 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 angel dagger and the big wings and everything that they are done. Yeah, I think he's gone. But, you know, there's plenty of tricksters out there. If if there if the real Loki can stand up, we can have him. Or uh if there's uh, you know, the the uh, Native American coyote god that or I don't know if you call it a god, but a trickster, the coyote trickster southwest. Yeah, I think we're going to get more tricksters at some point because we've got way too many episodes left. Yeah. And we've we've enjoyed this, a good The show feels like it's got maybe one season left, I would say. No, pushing it, one. but I think it's got one more. Yeah, <laughs> one get more away with one more. Then it'll be all done. It, yeah, then we'll, it, then it's run its course. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, have you seen all of them? Matt? Me no, me no, God no. Okay, all right. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm. Not, I don't remember if we went into this. Are you, are you a, a semi newbie or a, or a uh, semi expert? No, I, 
whenever I guest, I binge up to that point and then I wa- watch the episode and then I stop until it's time to guest right. again. So I'm kind of wow. keeping pace, sort of. Very good. Oh, that seems like a fun way to do it. Definitely. So you're a newbie? Yes. All right. Very good. Ah. But I don't care about spoilers. Go ahead and spoil me. I don't. Well, Doesn't, it won't. It will not change my life. Well, we can't we got, we, <laughs> Yeah, we, there, there's none of that here. I've been spoiled a couple times now, and I feel like it hasn't like really done anything to my enjoyment of like, the show. The majority of my spoilers are casting spoilers, and most of those kind of go in one ear and out the other. If it's a, if it's a if it's someone who is on for like, hey, there's they're going to be an episode this year that has such and such and so and so, and like, okay, well, that's not going to matter much anyway. Anyway. Like you could, I guess, join the Egypt Cast spoilers group on Facebook, but you'd be really confused. I think I am in that group actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Gabriel explains to Sam and Dean he's there to save them, that he once had a relationship with Kali, and doesn't want her or the other gods killed. Gabriel She's tells too good for him. <laughs> yeah, way too good. Yeah. Or bad, or whatever. Powerful. Gabriel tells Sam and Dean that Kali has bound Sam and Dean to her with a blood spell. He goes to her room pretending to be romantic in an attempt to retrieve the boy's blood, but she realizes his ruse and draws his blood, binding Gabriel to her as well. In front of the other gods, Kali reveals she has discovered that Gabriel is an archangel, and she uses what she thinks is an angel blade to kill him. Sam, You know, after she like drew his blood and they were like bound together. You think she would know that he wasn't dead. You would think that. Cause I guess she, she makes it seem like she knows everything that's like going on in his head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know about the angel wings on the ground when they actually do die. Yeah, right. So <clears throat> I had forgotten about that wings on the ground thing until that scene as well. well. It, happened, it happened to, uh, it happened to, uh, Zach last week. Yeah, I just wasn't thinking. Like when they when she killed him, I thought he was gone. Who's Zach? Zachariah. Is that Kurt Fuller? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After she kills Gabriel, Sam and Dean then agree to help the gods call Lucifer if the humans they are holding can be freed. While Dean is seeing the people of safety, he finds Gabriel hiding in the Impala. The blade Kali found was a fake. He tells Dean to get their blood from Kali so they can escape. However, Dean suspects he cares for the other gods, but Gabriel is unable or unwilling to use his blade to kill Lucifer. Lucifer arrives and kills all the gods and is about to kill Kali when Gabriel intervenes. He tells Lucifer that he has no legitimate grievance. He is merely jealous that humanity replaced him in God's affections. Oh, at some point there, he also slipped a slipped a DVD to, to Dean. I, I don't know if I understand Lucifer's motivations. Like, I guess we've kind of gone through this before, but it does seem really like, I don't know. Like, is it, I don't, I don't get it, but I guess it's basically what's going on in like normal Judeo Christian mythology, right? Like Lucifer got mad and yeah. Yeah. And then they, they, uh, uh, Gabriel basically lays it out, you know, near the end of the episode. Like he says, like, yeah, you like, you like God favors humans you don't like that, and so you want to destroy all humans. And there's also a heavy dose of predestination going on, too, I suppose. Right. This is the way it's supposed to be, so this is the way it's supposed to be. So if, um, do I guess, I don't know if we've talked about this before, 
when the world is destroyed, it becomes the angels again. Are they the ones that like live on it? It depends on who wins. Okay. So if Lucifer wins, then what happens? Then then he gets to do whatever. Hmm. Do we know what his plan is at all? Well, right now for him, like it's just about just the destruction. Kill- yeah, killing all humans. Now what it, okay. So so what is it in, in Revelations? Do they does Revelation state who wins? Who would, would who will win according to Uh I don't recall. Okay. Okay, I'll Google it. Oh. <laughs> Who wins <laughs> the apocalypse? Well, now, now make, sure, make sure that you don't accidentally stumble across a spoiler for Supernatural. Yeah. I'll put in Revelations. In Revelations. Bible. Bible. Okay. Y'all yeah. can talk. I'm going to read yeah, yeah, all no, about yeah. Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's, it's going to be a fun <laughs> one there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that, and, and, and Doesn't still, Jesus come back during the – after the – Horseman. Yeah, Jesus is supposed to come back, and and there's supposed to be like like I like I was saying I think last week or the week before that there's supposed to be something like a, a period of tribula- tribulations where there's a big uh, long extended hundred hundreds of years battle. Yeah. Like all of the all of the good people go off to heaven, and then there's a big battle between the people that are left behind, according to. Oh great! Is that what we're doing here now? Well, I mean. Oh snap! Is Jesus going to show up? Well, probably not. Probably not. I don't think they're going to go there. They're not going to go there. Unfortunately. That, yeah, I mean, I, I noticed that there. Yeah, there's probably certain things they're not going to touch. I noticed they didn't have Muhammad on screen either. Should we? Well, well, that's, that's not surprising. But should we play a casting game of who would play Jesus? Oh, um, uh, Kathy Griffin. I don't know why that came <laughs> in my head. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Daniel Day Lewis. I was going to go with that guy that played Sawyer on Lost. Ooh, Josh Holloway. Yeah, he really looks That's like good. a Jesus. <clears throat> but I like Kathy Griffin better. <laughs> I don't know yeah, where that, that came from. That works somehow. Yeah, all right then. Yeah, no, I get. Oof, Revelations is dense, y'all. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Really. There's some cool stuff in here, though, like That's, a seven-headed yeah, leopard beast. That's it's, crazy. It's, it's the best part. Yeah. That's the best Pokemon ever. <laughs> if you say if you say revelations on Jeopardy, uh, it will not be a correct answer. Trebek will say it's actually a revelation. revelation. Yes, I know. yeah. Ooh. Just just in case you go on Jeopardy next week. Thank you. Well, you you also have you also have to say what is revelation. It's true. Yes, yes. You have to answer in the form of a question, especially if you're writing it down at the end. Oh, sorry, sorry. That is incorrect. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, oh man okay so there's a bunch of creatures that have to show up in order for like revelations to happen and like the second to last one is the whore of babylon and we've already seen her you don't sorry the smurf 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 i'm sorry i forgot the smurf the smurf of babylon but the last two dudes that show up are in joke from your last yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a. There it was, was a little too much of that. We didn't word. think we could say that word that many times, so we decided to use Smurf instead. So we used Smurf, which is actually an in joke to Yvette's previous podcast for the Smurf storyline in season three of Veronica Mars. Okay. Oh, I don't know okay. what the Smurf you guys are talking about. Oh no! You're fine. There was the, there, there was the campus Smurfist who was Smurfing people. <laughs> If you smurf so, 
the Smurfist. Was, was, he was roof, roofing them and then smurfing them. You understand. Yes. Okay, real quick. Let me tell you all, everybody that has to appear in order for the apocalypse. Okay. Ready? Ready? Okay. John, John of Patmos, the angel who reveals the revelation of Jesus Christ, the one who sits at the throne, 24 crowned elders, four living creatures, the Lion of Judah, four horsemen of the apocalypse, Gog and Magog, four angels holding the four winds, seal-bearing angel, seven angelic trumpeters, a star Five golden rings. Sorry. Angel of Woe, scorpion-tailed locust, Abaddon. What's Abaddon from? Abaddon. Something. I've heard that for sure. Uh, he was a character I lost. <laughs> by Lance oh. Reddick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lance angels. Reddick. We see Lance Reddick. It's, it's a harbinger of the apocalypse. <laughs> Four angels bound to the great river Euphrates. 200 million lion-headed cavalry. The mighty oh. angel of seven thunders. Two witnesses. Beasts of the sea. Woman oh, and yes. her child. The dragon, St. Michael the Archangel, the lamb-horned beast of the earth, the image of the beast of the sea, the false prophet, the smurf of Babylon, and the death in Hades. Whew. Okay, so they got a like lot of characters to cram in. <laughs> uh, and Supernatural does not have the budget for 200 lion things. Unfortunately, the 200 million lion-headed cavalry. 200 million, yeah. 200 million? Oh, forget about it. CGI that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. Get Peter Jackson on the case. Yeah, yeah. And Weta. Oh, Weta. Weta will take care of it. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's all. Well, you see, they're going to get those rings, and it'll all, all be worked out. Well, I guess they can get another, uh, maybe another two seasons of the show. Yeah, well, if it, I mean, but I don't know. Are we time. ready to the Smurf of Babylon and the the False Savior, right? Yeah, they're kind of doing this stuff out of order. There's so many though. It's like a parade. It's like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade <laughs> of apocalyptic <laughs> characters. It really is. Or just like a weirdo. Like, oh, which giant balloon is going to come down next? <laughs> I like Gog and Magog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Gog looks a little deflated. Someone, you know. I want yeah. to get on that. A little difficulty with the wind. A little high wind this week. Yeah, have to get under that uh, stoplight there. Ooh. Bow down. Gog and Magog sound like twin brothers. They sound like Niles and Fraser Crane. Like they go everywhere together. How do you spell that? G O G and M A G O G. Okay. Which I've heard somewhere. I don't know where. Um, yeah, so should I do some more summary while you're uh, while you're looking up the, yeah. the Gog and Magog? Just make sure if it says in Supernatural, not to click it. <laughs> you all you'll you will already have been spoiled at that point. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. If, I mean, I assume that at the end of season five they stop the apocalypse, and then you've got another uh, you know seven to eight seasons of just rollicking uh, ghost killing fun, right? Is it all apocalypse all the time for the next six or seven seasons? I don't. I I hope not. Might be. I bet we're gonna get at least two seasons of just ghost facers. Oh please no! <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys like that. I don't. Ugh, I hate I them. Do I just like a break from Sam and Dean? Honestly, my Netflix copy had a ghost facers advertisement. No, they all for, do. They yeah. do. They all do. It seems to be a part of the show. They must have it's, been running short. Yeah, it's not in the summary, but uh, it's in there. Yeah, this uh, this episode's like 39 minutes long. When yeah. I saw that, I was like, oh my god, they're going to show up and ruin the uh, the episode. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if they were showing up in the episode. It was That, that really threw me. 
was it? I thought they were going to be the people in the freezer was ghost facers. That would have been fine. <laughs> once, once, once it turned out to be an advertisement, I guess that made more sense. But uh, yeah, I was I was wondering how they're going to fit them into the whole thing. It seemed like there was too many people to add in already. But um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something else about the Ghost Facers. Oh well, it's gone. Season seven and eight, all Ghost Facers, all the time. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I mean, I, I there's they've got to stop the apocalypse at the end of season five, and then then it's all. Uh, or, or there's some sort of like uh, extent. Well, I mean, like I said, there's tribulations, right? I mean, if if you work if you work from that theory, then there's like hundreds of years of war between the people that are that are around that there weren't the uh, the holiest to go away. Yeah. So, anyways, we don't know. I should continue yeah. the summary. This is this is well, all, all great. I'm enjoying a lot of it, but uh, probably should finish this thing out, right? Finish your out. Well. Whatever happened? I mean, come on. We find out that uh, they gotta get the last two rings. Yeah, Lucifer comes along, kills all the gods. Uh, Gabriel says he's not on Lucifer's side or Michael's, but has come to agree with God that humanity is better than them, and tries to kill Lucifer with the angel blade, but Lucifer turns it on him and kills Gabriel. After their escape, Sam and Dean play a Costa Erotica DVD that Gabriel gave to Dean. In it, Gabriel... (sighs) Wow, that was something. Anyway, uh, Gabriel... That was amusing. It was great. Gabriel tells them they may be able to re-imprison Lucifer and that the keys to his cage are the rings of the four four horsemen of the apocalypse, which they already have those of war and famine. Final scene shows the arrival of a very sickly pestilence accompanied by a swarm of flies. And there's Mm -hmm. Matt Frewer, who who I called out in loud voice at the beginning when I saw his name in the lower third. I probably could have kept that a little bit more low-key. I don't What's, think anybody but you know who's knows who that is. Like me and Darcy um, aren't gonna know who that is. Did, did you, oh, you know Matt like Frewer when I said Matt Frewer? I know nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Me and Darcy right. don't know any actors' I, names. I, I knew I, who it was, he was on him, but he was Max Hedrum. Yeah, he was Max Hedrum to begin with. I haven't seen Max Hedrum, but I do remember him as Trash Can Man from yeah. the, the Stand, the stand. series, yep. My Life last, for You. That came up last week in the uh, in the Newbentary. So gross. I just remember him. I have such a strong connection to him from that yeah. that I really can't stand him in anything. Wow. Aww. wow. Also, great. he was deeply unlikable in that Star Trek The Next Generation episode. <laughs> yes, that's where so, I know him from. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, Supernatural found a way to make Matt Frewer even grosser than yeah. I remember him. Well, yeah, yeah he's um, an accomplishment. Oh, he's also on Orphan Black. Uh-huh. Yes, he's gross on that, too. Yeah, he's, he's super gross. He was, he was also in, uh, in Eureka, if you ever watched that show, that sci-fi show. Yeah, Wait, which show? Where he was in Eureka. Eureka. No, I've never seen Eureka. He was, a, he was, a, he was like a hunter. Yes, no, that's right. He, he, had, a, he had an Australian accent. Yeah, he was on a lot. That's right. I do remember him. Yep, absolutely. That was good. That was good. I like that. So we all know who Matt Brewer is. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I but I wouldn't him. have known his name. I remember so. him as Max Headroom and, and all that. I've, I've, got, I've got happy feelings for, for Matt Fuhrer. Fuhrer. Matt Fuhrer. Matt Fuhrer. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. My wow. Fuhrer. Because I have nothing but negative feelings. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but, I mean, he just skews me out. Because hey, he's we, the trash can man. Yeah, the trash can man. That was pretty cool, I thought. But trash can man saved everybody. Yeah. Yeah, by accident. <laughs> no, he was a servant of a god the whole time. He was, was he? He was the... Yeah. Wow, spoilers. That's what, that's what, that's what my life for you means. That's why oh. he says it at the end. Oh. <laughs> 
You didn't know that? Assuming uh, I wanted God to save everybody. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, the, the, the actual hand of God reaching I was down on Jeff Fahey's side. Yeah, that, Jeff <laughs> no, that was, um, oh, no, what's his name? Jim Sheridan. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the actual literal Jimmy, hand Jimmy of God Sheridan. reaching down yeah. at the end of that, sh- that series was probably the, the, the low point, really. But Oliver Queen's dad. Yes, that's right. Okay, hey, we reached the end of the summary. Does somebody win? <laughs> oh, uh... In this episode. Uh, I haven't had time to think about it. I'm asking the question while I'm asking myself. Yeah. I say no. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no. They both... Yeah, it was I pretty... They were... It was, it was kind of like... It was them. No, it was kind of like the like the last episode. They were kind of like participants. They, yeah. they, it's like they were... They were... Or, or, or more witnesses to what was going on. Yeah, yeah I think was, I like that best. Yeah, there was one earlier this season where I thought they were really participants and not not active because they 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 really were witnesses to the whole thing. Yeah. So you could go both or neither, but either way, it's a tie and, and nobody wins. I yeah, guess. I would say either. Okay, I'll, say, I'll I'll agree with neither, so that it goes down as an actual vote. Darce, agree? Not neither. Yeah, neither. Okay. It's a tie. Which means that Sam is winning this thing, probably, huh? Yeah, it really does. It's crazy. Wow. Whoa, topsy turvy world. <laughs> not not to spoil the end, but I mean, there's only a few episodes left, and uh, I don't think. Oh there's... man, if he gets a haircut finally, whoa! He's it's not. all Sam from here on here on he out. He looks really bad. Um, so I've also been watching, like I'm in like season five of Gilmore Girls right now. Okay. And he he looked really good on that show. Like not mm. hot or anything, but like. A bazillion times better than he looks on this show. I don't know what it is. Must be that apron from Dosies. It could be the <laughs> apron. It could be like that sort of like dumb look in his face. I don't know, but yeah, he's not the brightest bulb in there. Yeah. Well, they really dumped him down. But... Yeah. All right then. Yeah. Hey, uh, so I guess we could quote if we like to, and if you have the inclination to do that. And, uh, well, Matt, Matt's our guest. I don't have quotes. I'm sorry. Oh. oh, oh, don't apologize. Me and Darcy don't do it either. I, I forgot you did that. Yeah, no, Darcy, uh, Darcy never does it, and uh, we we always make sure we take care of it before the feedback, so our feedbackers have freedom to go ahead for it. Please be tomato <laughs> soup. Please be tomato soup. <laughs> mm. How you doing? No, but no. <laughs> Oh, lady, I'm just, you know, I understand and know. She's the best. I hope we see her again. She was a hoot. She just completely disappears at the end. Yeah, well, they took her out of there. And she had just <laughs> shuffled away. No, but I mean, they they put her in the car and she's like, yeah. I'm not getting there. Like, yeah, you're getting in there, lady. And they then and they drive off there and then that's it. Then what happens? Because then we get the little tag the on the end of the anything. Yeah. Right. What? When did she get out of the car? Did they just like leave her at a gas station or what happened? Well, I'm sure she. I mean, she's a god, so I'm sure that like they got out of the car, they put the porn in the in the in the computer, and she was like, "I'm not sticking around for this." <laughs> <laughs> was that blonde lady in that in Casa Erotica the same blonde god from the no. table? No. Okay. Okay. All right. That would have made sense to me, but. I don't- I don't have the exact quote, but I did like the moment where uh, Dean, st- Dean, yeah, Dean stood up and was insulting all the gods, calling them. Uh, I wrote, I wrote down what he called them: um, primitive screwheads, dicks, lame ass bitches. Uh, 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 
a a line lifted directly from Army of Darkness. Yeah. Okay. I I appreciated. Well, I I appreciated his um, lack of concern about them reciprocating or responding to his insult insults. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, when he cavalier attitude, I appreciated when that. he um, when they discover that uh, humans are being served. Uh, as as dinner in, in the kitchen, he says "Motel Hell." Yeah, is that a reference to something? Yeah, that was a that was a uh, like a really campy uh, horror movie in the eighties called Motel Hell, and that's that's what it was about was this this farmer who uh, uh, cooked people. And it's called it's called what? Motel, Motel Hell. Motel Hell. Okay. Yeah. Someone said something about I could have sworn someone said spearmint rhino, and I didn't know what that meant. It's a, yeah, I heard it's a, that too. It's a chain of yeah. strip clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe so. Uh, uh, that's what Gabriel said yeah. when he was talking to Lucifer, and, and like, talking a about like club spearmint rhino. Like, oh, you know, humans, humans, they try and they forgive, and also, you know, you got to love the spearmint rhino. Yeah. Because okay. the, first, the first time I heard of Spearmint Rhino was some friend of mine that was went to Vegas and uh, got lost and had to travel through the desert on on foot on a horse with no name. No, I was about to. <laughs> 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 I know, I was just thinking, who is this? Uh, that that was uh, um, okay. I'll say it and I'll bleep it out. I guess Matt. Oh him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll bleep it out because that's not like that's not a nickname. That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, these Matt are making me thirsty. Okay, we're not going to say that anymore. <laughs> well, I'll bleep that out too. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be fun later on for everybody else except for us. Or, no, it'll be fun for us and nobody else. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, but so I thought, it was a, I thought it was a Vegas thing, but apparently it's a chain because oh. I, uh, someone mentioned it on the BBC Radio 4 quiz show that I listened to. And I don't know, but it, it, was, it was weird. And then it was, <laughs> that, that was last week, so it was weird that it came up again in this episode for me. There's 16 of them, y'all. Well, wow. Yeah. I'm on their webpage right now. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's just what you'd expect. I Are was they like, classy? Oh. <laughs> um, I say everybody should open up the spearmintrhino.com and just right. take a look at that first picture. You, you can judge for yourself if they're right. classy or not. Spearmint okay. Rhino. Yeah, Is it because men are horny? Is that why it's Spearmint Rhino? Yeah, right. <sighs> well, that's not classy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, let's look at locations. Oh, Boise, Idaho. Oh. Dallas, Texas. So, John, you could go. Did you cast GoFundMe for... I'm not, well, not going I, to. Trip I to just, the Spirit of Rhino. I, I just... I just uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would rather that money go towards not getting my phone uh, disconnected. All right. Well, when I come to Dallas, we can... I'll take you to the Spearmint Rhino. We can go together. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, like, you'll probably... I'll probably need you there because... I don't want, I don't I don't I don't want to get sexually harassed like I did the last time I went to a strip club. I don't think that I don't think I would help the situation. I mean, don't they just do that anyway? I don't, I've never been to a strip club. I don't really know what happens. Oh, okay. either. This is uh I've seen strippers, but I've never been to a strip right club. I've been to like some burlesque shows before, but I think it's a different. I went to a party. It's a different beast. I've, I've also never been to a strip complex. club. A party at an apartment complex where there were strippers there. Our apartment complex? Like no. I there. <laughs> no. I'm having a hard time remembering this. No, you don't know this. This was this was this was while we were apart. I was living with Trav. I was on the break. 
And Trav and everybody, we all you know chipped in money and had this party at the apartment complex. They got strippers in. Yeah, it was on my live journal. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Anyways, Lucifer, you're anyway. my Lucifer, you're my brother, and I love you. But you are a great big bag of dicks. <laughs> because we're still in the quote section. You think you own the planet? What gives you the right? No one gives us the right. We take it. I don't have any more quotes, personally. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, cool. So, we have uh, one piece of feedback from Nutty. Nutty Nutty Nuchas. Oh, nice. It's her theme song. Very good. Okay. And she says, OMG, or oh my god, I don't know, whatever, however you want to read that. (laughs) OMG. Oh my grapes. I can't wait to hear the Nubentary for this. The, I can't wait to hear the Nubentary for this. Every Trickster episode, I have been thinking about this and just going nuts. I love that he is entrenched with every pantheon. How most religions with multiple gods had a Trickster, and Gabriel was all of them. If that's how you interpret it, I guess that's uh, that's what we're, that's something we've been questioning in this episode in this uh, this podcast episode today. Hmm. Okay. He has a soft spot for the boys. He could have just left them to the other gods and nothing would have changed. Sure, he cares about the other gods, but not enough that that he saved them from his brother, whereas the boys, he saves them. I suppose. He, he claimed to care about the gods before, before they all got, you know, killed. Mm-hmm. I love how he gives Dean the info, and, I, and I'm not surprised that he gave it to Dean, not Sam. Also, ghost facers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was that was fun. I like that. Ugh. I gave. A, I, I left. I left a space for it. Even. <laughs> I'd just love to know how different things would have been if Gabriel started helping Sam and Dean sooner. Like, likely he'd have died sooner. There's a reason he was laying low. I adore Ganesh, and Callie was wicked cool. I lo- really love how they portrayed all the gods. They felt spot on to me as a mythology nerd. And unless I miss copying something, that's the end. Thank you, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. You're Nutty. All right. Uh, I guess we rate this thing now. Rate. Ratings. Matt, do you want to go first? I can go first. Um, I will say that I really enjoyed the first, say, 20 minutes or so of this episode, but then it kind of uh, fell out of favor for me as the Winchesters got marginalized by all the uh, angel talk. And I, I liked seeing all the different gods. It, it kind of reminded me of those episodes of Xena where they broke away from the Greek mythology and started like, oh, let's go uh, to, into Norse mythology. That kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's fun. I like, I like Nutty. I like hearing about the different gods and goddesses from different mythologies. But I felt like, other than Kali, they were all almost non-existent. We really didn't get to know any of them. They, they got to some of them didn't have any lines. They got to bicker and then they got to die, basically. They barely got to bicker, then they died very quickly, and it just felt like a wasted opportunity. Like I could have watched a whole season of the different gods and goddesses from different mythologies fighting each other, but it's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're just doing Christian mythology. Uh, we pay lip service to these, but now they're going to just go, you know, maybe we'll see Kali again, but... 
I kind of doubt it. It just it kind of felt all a little half baked for me, and I just wanted more. I just but that's how I feel about the show in general that I always want more from than what it actually delivers. So I'll give it a seven out of ten. Kansas diet orange slice. <laughs> Um, I loved this episode. Um, you know, it, it, it takes the boxes for me. Um, you know, it's a bottle episode all takes place in one location. Um, the fact that it takes place in a, in a, in a hotel, uh, during like a dark and stormy night, like makes me think of, uh, there was a movie that came out a few years back called identity. I really like Mm -hmm. a lot. So it made me think of that. Um, it, I like, I like all the stuff with the gods, Um, I like that we, we got some closure with, uh, not only, uh, Gabriel, but also Gabriel and Lucifer. Um, and you know, we've got, we now have uh, pestilence, uh, showed up. So just everything, uh, I have no complaints. So I'm going to give this one 10 out of 10 pillow mints. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, as as uh, anybody who's been listening for a long time knows, I've uh, I've noticed the little references to to um, Game and Works, uh, Good Omens, American Gods, etc. And this was full on American Gods. The only thing they could have done to make it more American Godsier was to put it at uh, House on the Rock, like I said at the uh, at the uh, open of this episode. But uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed having all the gods, pre- all those gods present. Um, and I do suspect we will see Kali again because they they you know, they saved her specifically. Um, I'm curious, like I said before when we were discussing, I'm curious whether any of the rest of those gods can be like plain old just killed. We no longer get any Odin. I'd assume that we're gonna, you know, they they might. Assuming they want to go that way again, they they could uh, say oh, that there's a loophole. He's not killable that way, something like that. But uh, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it and. Um, I, I I do agree with Matt about the marginalizing the Winchesters. The Winchesters were kind of witnesses to the whole thing. So I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 um, non-tomato soups. Yeah. Darcy? Dang it, Paul. What, really? Well, no, I wasn't going to say that. Stop. No, seriously, I was going to I was going to say pots of eyeball, eyeball soup, soup right. but okay. now I'm not going to say Oh, it's that. too similar. It was too yeah. similar, Aww. but dang it, you, sir. You need someone else to go first? No, I you got scam. it. You scam. All right. I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a backup. You have plan. a backup already. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. All right, so I I did enjoy it. It was, it was fun to see all the different gods coming together, having the little convention. It was nice. Um, so... Uh, I'll give it a eight out of ten. Uh, flaming arms. Yeah, I like the flaming, flaming arms. arms. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, I was entertained thoroughly. Like my mind never wandered. I never wanted to check my phone. I feel like that's high praise, highest I can give. So uh, I'm a little saddened that we aren't going to see more of these gods. Or at least I, I doubt we are. And I. I don't know. I think my favorite episodes are the ones where Sam and Dean are just sort of like observing what's going on around them. So this one gets high marks for me. I'm going to give it nine out of 10 atomic light fixtures, which gives this episode an 8.6, which is very good. I think it's the second highest of the season. 
right. It yeah. is. That is what for was sure. The, right after changing channels. Changing yeah. channels. Trickster, trickster. I really enjoyed this one, and then I forget what was uh, hmm. what was right after that. I really enjoyed the song "Remains the Same." Oh, which one? Oh, where uh, where Ellen and yeah, we time travel. Oh, we sorry, go back yeah. and meet the parents. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that, that one, one did not. That one was seven and a half mm. on average. Mm. I also really like the character of Adam because he kind of calls Sam and Dean out on the bullshit that I don't like about them <laughs> and their dad. It's like, yeah. yes, you're you're saying what the audience is saying. They're not that great. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I I always feel bad for Adam's character. Like he just seems like he's getting like the short end of the yeah, stick. Yeah, definitely. Maybe that's why I I like him because I'm trying to compensate for the show's kind of disinterest in him. <laughs> I'm so curious to find out whether he's going to be back ever again. It seems like you know, it seems like probably not. But uh, there was there were allusions to how his character, you know, back when he first showed up, there were allusions to his character being controversial, and I'm not sure if we've seen controversial yet. Was was last was last week controversial or last uh, episode controversial? I I cannot. Yeah, I know you uh, can't say a thing, but uh, I'm yeah. just saying this out loud because it's something well, I was thinking about. His existence was one of the things that I was spoiled on, um, right? Pretty early on, and. I know possibly a little more, but obviously I won't say anything. And maybe I don't. It could just be like whatever I heard was wrong. So, right. Okay. I don't know. A little, a little bit of it too is just that like people, view, some people in the fandom view him as like the Dawn of the show or the Nikki and Paolo of the show. It's like, what? Wait, they have a brother all of a sudden? Like, right. Or the other woman because they want Sam and Dean to have sex? <laughs> oh, we all want that at some point, right? They're erotically codependent, as Zachariah said last episode. Right. That, that was funny. Oh, hey. So and true. Have we all rated now? Yeah, we have. Yep. Because you gave us the average. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hey Matt, thanks so much. Uh, can you tell us what your uh, what your latest uh, podcast endeavors are? Um, sure, I got a couple of them. I do a podcast with Will about the series Spartacus, and that is called Spartacast. You can find us at spartacast.com. My friend Matt and I do a video game podcast called Matt is Wrong About Games. <laughs> I was recently on Calavici Fashion Cast. We're talking about what price Gloria. This is the first episode that Sam Beckett crossed. Uh, jumps into the body of a woman. And, oh, actually, no, he doesn't jump into bodies. This is something I just learned about Quantum Leap last Sunday. He, he doesn't bodies. leap into. No, he doesn't. He appears that he's his own body. Yeah, it's he, that people see him yeah. as a different person. Yeah, he when swaps, I found that out, my mind was blown. He swaps Let me tell places you. with bodies. Is what I meant swaps to say. places. Yeah, yeah swaps yeah. places with bodies. Yeah, because the actual people are like. In the waiting room. Yeah. It's so, extremely complicated. We spent a lot of time. Yeah, they, we st- they still make try it to overly complex, out. to be honest. They do. Anyway, um, my main I, podcast. No, go oh, ahead. Yes, go ahead. So I just have to say that one of my aunts um, was a huge Quantum Leap fan, like, back when it was on. Like, she was the president of, like, a fan club and would go to conventions and stuff. So my mind is equally blown. Like, I'm going to have to talk to her and be like, girl, why didn't you ever tell me this important bit of information about Sam Beckett before? <laughs> well, she should listen to Calavici Fashion Cast. Um, yeah, my main podcast, though, is Hooplecast. You can find us at hooplecast.com. 
We finished covering Deadwood, but now we're covering HBO premieres and pilots. We've recently covered Hotel Room by David Lynch and Perversions of Science. And then last Sunday, talked about Oz and From the Earth to the Moon. We're also doing commentary tracks for Timothy Oliphant movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Claire and I did a commentary for Dreamcatcher. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you... <laughs> If you're interested in a guest for Go, I'm available. I don't want to do Go. Oh, I think I've really? seen Go too many times. I don't want to do Go. We're going to do Perfect Getaway and for and then um, The Crazies. Ooh. And maybe, um, I don't know, someone mentioned something else. Like be a what good about uh, Live Free or Die Hard? Oh, yeah, he is in that. Mm-hmm. He's the bad I think guy. we're going to try and cap it at four and just and they're going to be released on like holidays. It's like, uh, oh, is it is it the fourth of July? Well, there must be a, a Timothy Oliphant commentary track I can download. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like a little present. Like a little present for for humanity. It's mm-hmm. how I'm going to get raptured. While the rest of you stay here during the tribulation times. Hey, They'll be you- like, I'm taking back because he did all that great podcasting i gotta say between between all of the uh all of his own podcasts and all of his guest spots matt a has got to be one of the uh the favorites of on podcasts that i listen to matt pretty prolific pretty prolific some would say obnoxious i say prolific all right well we always we're always welcome to have you back and uh we'll uh when we next open up the next season i'm sure that you'll you'll be able to take a crack at something i hope so it'll be fun all right hey john what's our homework for next week Next week's homework is season five, episode twenty, "The Devil You Know." The Devil you know. Well, that doesn't seem to say much about pestilence, but uh, I assume that's what's happening next is pestilence. We're gonna deal with. That. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with God's got to show up at some point, as in like the God, the God. not just the a Ju- God, Judeo-Christian God. Yeah. Jehovah or whatever. Big G O D. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's uh, all to be determined, and uh, we'll uh, see you next time. Then, and we'll all say happy hunting. Happy hunting. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. You've been listening to Idgitcast from QuadrupleZ.com. Join the discussion at Facebook.com/Idgitcast. We love feedback. You can email us or send us an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to prevent accidental spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. Find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. Lyrics and vocals by Idgitcast's founder, Allie Jones, who you can find out all about at imthewonderband.com. The closing music you hear right now is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan and is used by permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as back episodes of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You can hear more from the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, an intro cast for the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. John Pavlich can be heard on CastleCast, a fan cast for the ABC series Castle at castlecast.net, and his own Sofa Dogs podcast at sofadogs.libsyn.com. Now you can also watch the Sofa Dogs YouTube channel at youtube.com slash user slash sofadogs. 
Annie is currently acting as global coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of charity screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity, benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host an event, visit www.cantstoptheserenity.com. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, an intercast for the television series Slings and Arrows, also featured on quadruplez.com. And stop the apocalypse. Edges, you're a bunch of edges. <laughs> that was very good. Approximate. <laughs> was that a four-star hotel? That didn't look like a four-star hotel. It we'll absolutely that. did not look like a four-star hotel. That's, that's what that's what they called it. So that's what I went with. I know. We'll, we'll get back to that. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Hello, welcome Uh, you know who came into my mind as someone who could play God? And like, I'm just going to say, this is the first actor across my mind. Diane Weist. Where'd that come from? Wow. Who's that? From Little Man Tate. Uh, the Lost Boys. She was the mom. Or um, oh. In Treatment. Okay. Footloose. I was like, I don't even like her. Why would I cast her? I like her. I think she's great. Oh, she's a great actress, but she, I don't know. There's something about her. But hmm. I was just like, yeah, she could play God. She yeah, she, she was Sometimes names right? just yeah. yeah she was oh, yeah. Okay, good good with the photos yeah. Mm-hmm.